1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. This is part three of the series. And so, the Todah is that attitude of who He is and who you are in Him. Now, you can come before Him with praise and thanksgiving. And so it says in verse 4, enter into his gates with Todah, into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. So, toda, a thanksgiving offering, is you are perpetually thankful unto him. And you know what? I don't care who you are, you can always be thankful for something. At minimum, you can be thankful that you breathe. He's the one that allows you to breathe. Just think of whatever benefit. Even if life isn't all that great to you, you can be thankful for something. And he's the source of all good things. So, a Todah means you are in attitude of thanksgiving to your creator. I'm thanking him all the time for who he is and what he does. I'm in an attitude of thanksgiving. And because of that, I'm going to bless his name. I'm going to thank him for who he is. So, now I want you to go back now and look at Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11. Now, since I've painted for you a picture of what Todah is, the attitude, the background. In Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11, it says, The voice of joy, the voice of gladness the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride, and the voice of them that say, Praise Yahweh of hosts, he is good, his mercy endures forever, And to those that bring Todah into the house of Yahweh. So those who bring Todah, a thanksgiving offering to of the house of Yahweh, who is his bride? Because the one that's doing it, is proclaiming the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. So those who are bringing Todah into his house, is able to say these words, Praise him, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. There They say the words. The one who brings Todas says, praise him for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Now let's go back to Psalm 100. And now let's link Psalm 100 and everything that's associated with the thanksgiving offering, the Todah, and look what it says in verse 5. After it says in verse 4, enter into his gates with Todah, with thanksgiving, it says verse 5, Yahweh is good and his mercy is everlasting. You see the thematic connection between Todah and he is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth to all generations. What's his truth? Following Torah. So we're to follow his Torah in the attitude of Todah, the thanksgiving offering. Now, what I want to show you now is the connection between the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel, the wedding of the Messiah, and this Todah. We saw it in Jeremiah 33, 11. It talked about the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride. So in talking about marriage, it mentions bringing this Todah, this thanksgiving offering into the house of Yahweh and it says, I'm going to turn again the captivity of the land. Now, on an individual spiritual basis, we all go through trials and, and tribulations, all of us. None of us are without trials and tribulations. And so, when we go through trials and tribulations, our land is in captivity. When we go through trials and tribulations, our land is in captivity. And He's going to return the captivity of the land when we bring to Him an offering, a todah offering unto His house. That's how He defeats our battles for us. And so, now, let's go to Jeremiah in chapter 30 and verse 7. It says, Alas, for that day is great, it's none like it, it's the time of Jacob's trouble. So we're establishing a time reference. We're speaking about Jacob's trouble. We're speaking about the tribulation. And now in verse 17 it says, I will restore health unto you and I will heal you of your wound, says Yahweh, because they called you an outcast, saying, this is Zion which no man seeks after. And so he's saying, I'm going to restore health to you. What is that? The end of the exile. I will heal you of your wound. What's that? That's the exile. So the context is Jacob's Jacob's trouble, the tribulation, and he's ending the exile of the twelve tribes of Israel. You see that? Now what is linked with that thought? Verses 18 and 19. Thus says Yahweh, I will bring again the captivity of Jacob's tents and have mercy on his dwelling places. The city will be built and the palace shall remain after the manner thereof. So it's gathering the twelve tribes of Israel. Now let's look what's linked with that. Verse 19. And out of them, out of those who are part of the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel, out of them shall proceed Todah. Out of them shall proceed the thanksgiving offering. The ones who are offering this thanksgiving offering is Zion. The one that's offering this thanksgiving offering are those who are part of the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. So in Jeremiah 30 we see the connection of the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel and those who are being gathered are offering this Todah. And we saw it in Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 11. He's restoring the captivity of the land and they're offering Todah unto him. So now we're going to look at Isaiah in chapter 51 and verse 3. It says Yahweh will comfort Zion. Well, how was Zion comforted? By the end of the exile, by the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. So we're talking about the comforting of Zion, the the gathering and uniting of the twelve tribes of Israel. And then it says, end of verse 3, joy and gladness will be found therein, todah and the voice of medley. You see that? The comforting of Zion is associated with Zion offering todah, joy, thanksgiving, and a voice of melody. You see the connection between the two. Now let's go to Psalm 147 and verse 2. It says, Yahweh builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. So what's the subject? Gathering the twelve tribes of Israel. What is linked with gathering the twelve tribes of Israel? Verse 7. Sing unto Yahweh with Todah. There we have it again. The gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel is singing to Yahweh with Todah. Sing praises upon the heart. Look, the of the twelve tribes of Israel, those who are being gathered are offering todah and they're singing with a harp. What do we see in Revelation 15 verse 3? They're playing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb and they're playing their hearts. Now, let's continue and look at Psalm 107 verse 1 says, I give thanks unto Yahweh for he is good and his mercy endures forever. You see that phrase? He's good and his mercy endures forever. Now, from our study, who's saying that phrase? Those who are being gathered and those who are giving todah. So it says give thanks unto Yahweh. He is good and his mercy endures forever. And then it says let the redeemed of Yahweh say so whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathers them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and the south. What's it talking about? It's talking about gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. Now what does it say about those who are gathered? They wandered in the wilderness and they found no city to dwell in. Why? Because the return of the land is going to be in the wilderness, it's not going to be in the cities they're in the wilderness, hungry and thirsty their soul fainted in them then they cried unto Yahweh in their trouble and he delivered them out of their distresses, he led them forth by the right way that they may go to a city of habitation and then it goes on to say in verse 22, and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of Todah and declare his works with rejoicing you see once again, the gathering of the 12 tribes of Israel is associated with those offering this Todah, this Thanksgiving offering. And so, in looking at these scriptures then, we're trying to paint a picture for you of what this Thanksgiving offering is. What's the context of it? How is it offered? How do you offer it? What's your attitude in offering it? And so, let's summarize the concepts that we've covered regarding Todah and what it means, what it means to offer it. We see in Second Chronicles chapter 33 verse 16, it was associated with repairing the altar. So, before Todah can be given, there must first be restoration. There must be repairing the altar. And your heart is your altar. That's where you offer praise unto Yahweh, with your heart. So, you can't offer Todah with a wounded heart. There must be a repairing of the altar. There must be a repairing of the heart. And then, once the heart is being repaired, 2 Chronicles 29, 3 and 4, verses 25 to 29 and verse 31, you begin the process of consecration and sanctification for the purpose of coming near in an intimate relationship with your creator 2nd Chronicles chapter 29 verse 31 and part of this is about preparing yourself for Passover and then Psalm chapter 50 verse 23 we see that Todah is associated with a lifestyle Leviticus 22 29 it is a free will offering that must be offered ultimately every day next Todah is associated with a peace offering which is an offering for alliance and friendship. We see this in Leviticus chapter 7 verses 11 and 12. This todah is to be offered to the rock of our salvation who is Yeshua. Psalm 95 verses 1 and 2. Todah itself to give you a picture, it's an extension of the hand which is a form of worship. It's adoration. It's a choir of worshipers. It's a thanksgiving offering. Todah, this thanksgiving offering is associated with the heart of those who are part of the gathering of the 12 tribes of Israel. And in not only coming before him with prayer, praise, singing, but we proclaim Yahweh is good and His mercy endures forever. So Todah is associated with the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. Jeremiah 33:11, Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 7 verses 17 through 19 Psalm 147, verses 2 through 7 Isaiah 51, verse 3 It's associating with proclaiming that Yahweh is good and His mercy endures forever. Jeremiah 33, 11, 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verses 13 and 14 Psalm 100, verse 5. So let's look Look at Second Chronicles in chapter 5 and verses 13 and 14. It says, It came to pass that as the trumpeters and singers were at one, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking Yahweh when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments and music and praised Yahweh saying he is good and his mercy endures forever well who says he's good and his mercy endures forever those who's offering todah those who's coming before him with thanksgiving and rejoicing that look what happens that the house was filled with the cloud even the house of Yahweh so the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud for the glory of Yahweh filled the house I want you to know what the result was with once the they were singing and praising were one and they were in todah that the cloud filled the house. How are we to return to the land? The cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. And what is that cloud by day and the filler of night associated with? The manifestation, the glory of Yahweh. So we see here that as we're offering Todah, as they're offering Todah and as they're one, that the cloud is present and the glory of Yahweh is present. And this is thematically linked with Acts 2 and Pentecost and what happened there at Pentecost. So now, in continuing to summarize what we've already been learning, what todah is, todah, Thanksgiving offering, you need to understand the attitude of the one who's giving that todah. That the attitude is he needs to see himself as he's coming into the presence of the Almighty. That is a face-to-face. And then the Almighty requires that if you're to come into his presence that you must do so with singing a joyful noise and an attitude of kneeling and worshiping before him. That's Psalm 95 and Psalm 100. And that your attitude in singing and making a joyful noise is the realization that he is sovereign. That he rules over the affairs of men. Your enemies don't have the final word about things. He rules over the affairs of men. Todah has that attitude. That he's sovereign he rules over all. And that he shows mercy to his people whose has this relationship with him, and that he defeats his enemies, and that in his presence is praise honor, glory, and worship. And that we have been teaching in Acts 15 about restoring the tabernacle of David. And I've been teaching that the restoration of the tabernacle of David is the restoration of the uniting of the twelve tribes of Israel. That is true, but it's not just that. It is also a restoration of worship that comes with it because in First Chronicles in chapter 15, David brings the Ark of Elohim to Jerusalem. Now spiritually, who is the Ark? Yeah. Yeshua is the Ark. So, the Ark being brought to Jerusalem is Yeshua gathering the exiles of Israel spiritually. When the Ark is brought to Jerusalem, when Yeshua sets his feet down on the Mount of Olives, it's in the context of gathering the 12 tribes of Israel. The Ark has come to Jerusalem when he gathers the 12 tribes of Israel. So, he's bringing the Ark to Jerusalem, and what he's doing is he's called forth the priests and the Levites, and in First Chronicles 15 and 16, that they then are offering prayer, praise, thanksgiving, glory, honor, and worship. And as I was doing this study, I thought to myself, why is it that the Bible calls David a man after God's own heart? Why did God love him so much? Because as you know, David committed some very famous sins, such of which committing some of the same sins that David did, you wouldn't be very well welcomed in most churches. So why was it that David called a man after his own heart? Because David understood Todah. And that heart is a heart of Todah. David wrote the psalms. And the Psalms are all about praise Yahweh, praise Yahweh, praise Yahweh. So David understood Todah. And the thing that touches the Almighty more than anything else is Todah. That you come before him, you worship him and praise him for who he is, you give honor to his name. And that's what David's heart was, and that's what David wrote about in his Psalms. That's why God loved him so much, is because he understood this praise and worship and this Todah. So in finishing up this message, that if this praise and worship is associated with the end of days, the people of the God of Israel who are being gathered in the end of days, if it's associated with the bride of Messiah and the coming of Messiah for his bride, we should be able to see this in the book of Revelation. So we do. And it's constantly being repeated in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. After this, I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven and the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me and said come up hither I will show you that which must come after and immediately I was in the spirit and behold a throne that was set in heaven and he sat on the throne so he's being shown what happens before the throne with our study you have any idea what's going to be happening before the throne todah and so we're going to see verses 8 through 11 and the four beasts had each of them six wings about them and they were full of eyes within and they rest not day and night saying holy 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 Yahweh Elohim which is which was which is to come when they gave glory Glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who lives forever and ever the 4 and 24 elders fell down before him that sat on the throne worshiped him that lived forever and ever and they cast their crowns before the throne saying you are worthy to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and for your pleasure they are and were created why is he worthy to receive glory and honor and power because he created all things who created all things Yeshua. John 1.3. Colossians 1.15 and 16. And now we go to Revelation chapter 5, verses 12 through 14. Saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. That's Todah And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sits on the throne and unto the Lamb forever. Ever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty four hours fell down and worshipped him that lived forever and ever. You know. Because we misunderstand what the Shema is, there are some in the Hebrew Roots movement that says, we're not to worship Yeshua. Did you ever read the book of Revelation? Did you ever read Psalm 95? That we're to worship the rock of our salvation? Why is he to be worshipped? Because he is Yahweh. Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 12. And after this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues, they stood before the throne and before the land clothed with white robes and psalms in their hands. Now I've taught on Revelation 7 before and at the end of Revelation 7 when the question is asked verse 13 who are these that are arrayed in white robes and where they come from he said sir you know and then the answer that is given in verses 16 and 17 is a quote from Isaiah 49 verse 10. These are the 12 tribes of Israel regathered. Now look what Revelation 7 associates with the gathering of the 12 tribes that they're crying with a loud voice salvation to our God. Which Sits on the throne, and all the angels stood round about the throne, and about the elders and the four beasts, and they fell before the throne on their faces, and they worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Revelation chapter eleven, verses fifteen through seventeen. And the seventh angel sounded, and there was great voices in the heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Messiah. And he, the Messiah, will reign forever and ever. And the four and twenty-four elders which sat before God on their seats, fell on their faces, and they worshiped God saying, we give you thanks. But what do you think the thanks that they're giving him is? It's Todah. It's the Thanksgiving offering. We give you thanks, O Yahweh Elohim Almighty, which are, which was, which are to come, because you have taken to you your great power and you have reigned. Finally, Revelation chapter 15, verses 2 and 3. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire in them that got the victory over the beast. They got the victory over his image, they got the victory over his mark, and they got the victory over his name, having the hearts of God. Notice, we're talking about those who get the victory. And notice what they do, they're having the hearts of God. Now, I've done studies before showing you that having the hearts of God is associated with the 12 tribes of Israel united. But, if we looked at, I believe we looked at Psalm 107, I believe it was, where we saw that the Todah, the thanksgiving offering, was to be done with harps. So they're playing harps, and now look what they do. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and they sing the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty, just and true are your ways, thou King of saints. And so, so far in this Hebraic Roots movement, what's being emphasized more than anything else is the restoration and the study of the word, specifically the Torah and following the Torah. And that is absolutely vital and necessary. That's a part of the ministry of Elijah, which prepares the bride for the coming of the Messiah. Where it says in Malachi chapter 4, verse 4, remember the Torah of Moses. But in giving our hearts to the Torah and seeking to follow the Torah, sadly, more often than in this movement it's very rare to find a fellowship that come together that won't fight over something and you know what when they're fighting there's no way that they're offering todah and so here we think we want to fight with someone because they're not following the Torah and I'm going to show you that I follow the Torah better than someone else and guess what you are so far from knowing what following the Torah is that you have no clue what a todah is and so therefore we need to understand that there's going to be a restoration of all things and the restoration of the tabernacle of David is just not the uniting of the twelve tribes of Israel and the return to the Torah but it's also the proper praise and worship of him and the praise and the worship that he wants of us is that Toda. he wants it to be a lifestyle that when we come before him that when we come before his presence that we do it with an attitude of joy and thanksgiving and praise because we are his servants and he is Elohim, He's King of the Universe, He's Sovereign, He reigns over all, and that if we will bring this worship before us of Him, then His presence will be with us, His cloud will be with us, and we will be able to say He's good and His mercy endures forever. He will feed us, He will clothe us, He will take care of our enemies. And you know how we're going to get the victory during the Great Tribulation? It's by Todah. It is with Todah. So, that is the word that I have for you today, is the importance and significance of Todah to our rock. Of expressing our faith in Yeshua as the Messiah by following His Torah, because we thank Him and praise Him for who He is and what He has done for us. So I pray that the message has been a blessing to you, and remember always these words from First John in chapter two and verse six: "That he who says he abides in Him, he who says that he is a believer in Yeshua as the Messiah, ought himself to walk." That means to live our lives even as He walked. And how did Yeshua walk, or how did He live His life? He followed the Torah of his father he worshiped his father in spirit and in truth and so should we because those are the true worshipers which he is seeking as Yeshua himself told us in John in chapter 4 and verse 24 he's looking for people who will follow his Torah and following him in truth but in spirit who will worship him and come before him with prayer praise thanksgiving and with this todah this thanksgiving offering unto him well that's going to conclude part three of the series on the subject the sacrifice of thanksgiving shalom in yeshua the messiah amen